for me, starting podcasting was to match two of my passions. I love tea. <laughs> and then I love to connect with human beings. What fascinates me so much is how fast human beings connect. Before we go any further, I'd like to shout out to Chad Matovu. Thank you so much for working in this audio. Thank you guys for tuning in, whoever is on the Twitter spaces. And thank you for coming back to the podcast to podcast segment on the On Uganda podcast. And today we'll be bringing you the host of Connectivity Podcast, Rebecca Nanjago. Welcome to the podcast, Rebecca. Thank you so much, Aggie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. You need to tell us everything about the Connectivity Podcast. Everyone, you need to go to the hosting platforms, check out the Connectivity Podcast, follow and subscribe, and then you follow this conversation so well because you're going to love everything Rebecca has to say. Tell us, Rebecca, how did you start the Connectivity Podcast? What is it all about? We need to hear everything about the Connectivity Podcast. For me, starting podcasting was to match two of my passions. I love tea. <laughs> and then I love to connect with human beings. What fascinates me so much is how fast human beings connect. Like someone cannot even be speaking the same language with you and they just have a liking into you. You can meet a stranger and you talk to each other and it's like you've known each other forever. Human connection is very fascinating to me. But it's even better if it's based on genuine stories where people actually see and hear each other. So for me, those two things were the why behind my podcast. And I also know it's common like when we're going to meet and people are like, let's meet for chai, let's grab some tea, you know. Uganda is a very, we have a stronger tea culture than coffee. And I think that's special. I love my tea myself, and I do relate to your podcast episodes a lot. They're quite interesting, and the people you bring on are very authentic in their own way. So I think you have a regular listener over here. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to point out to the listeners that Rebecca was one of the guests on the International Podcast Day. So if you don't already know, one of her podcasts is amazing. And by the time this episode comes out, you already have had so many people having mentioned her podcast as one of their favorites. So you have to tell us, Rebecca, what you thought about the International Podcast Day in September. What did you take out from the day? Even when you say a few, I'm like, what? No, we were many. That was so comforting for me. I honestly thought we're probably just a handful of podcasters in this country. To meet the whole room filled with podcasters, I'd never felt more at home, more sane, more like my passions matter. You know, people here, very many people still ask, what's a podcast? So I thought that maybe I'm just one of those handful of people who are just trying to, you know, push limits. But then when I saw where many, I just felt very at home. I love the fact that young people are really trying to push our stories pushing Ugandan stories told by Ugandans. The history of Africans has been hijacked a lot. So for me, it's important that young people are documenting these stories. I also learned from my own audience that podcasting wasn't familiar to them. Some of them were asking me, what is a podcast? And I was fast forwarding into, guys, you need to listen to my episode, blah, blah, blah. And they're thinking, 
what is a podcast? So then I thought, okay, now I have to work backwards and actually tell people this is how you can listen to a podcast while you're washing your dishes or doing your work at the office or just chilling in your living room. So I thought I should suggest ways for them to listen to podcasts. And guess what? One of my aunties like, oh, okay, so that's how you do it. Okay. Then she clicked on one of my episodes. So I thought, okay, we need to first inform the audience about podcasts and what they are for them to actually start consistently listening to them. Yeah. That's a great insight. Yeah. I'm just curious. Was it easy for you starting out? Uh, Nothing is easy starting out. But I think for me, I want to say it was a bit easier because I have some influence already. So I know how social media works and leading up to the podcast, I was marketing, you know, and I was telling my audience, oh my God, finally, I'm going to launch a podcast. And people who didn't know what it was, I explained to them as well. Even when I launched the first teaser, you know, which was the intro of the podcast, I sent it to all my friends and I told them to just share, 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 share. So that helped because how you launch matters. So I got a number of listeners from the first episode. Not many of them have continued, but at least they know of me and they know that I have a podcast and they know how it works. Yes. So speaking of the first episode, how has it been for you? How have you been getting into your productivity module? What ticks off so that you're into the producing mode? Is there something you do? I know you take tea, but how do you plan ahead? What do you work around to make the odds meet? I scout for stories myself. So if I'm having a conversation with somebody and I find them interesting, I definitely invite them on the podcast. But I also have a form where avid listeners can either recommend somebody or they can apply themselves to be on the show. So the people who listen know about this. I also have like a link on the link tree on my Instagram where people can apply. When you have a number of stories to shoot, it's easier for you to stay consistent. So I feel like for most people, it's, okay, what do I say? Like, there's like that content blog, or what do I say today? Or what guests do I have? And things like that. And the thing that has helped me is I record on Zoom, like what we're doing right now. It helps because you don't have to plan around time. Like, you know, let's meet here. And yeah. let's do this. So it's, people are more inclined to say yes. If uh, they don't have to leave their home, if they don't have to dress up and make up, then they're better. You stand a greater chance of getting them on board than if they have to move across town, dress up, and then meet you and do all that. Yeah. Like I always mentioned that I also feel like COVID happened for a reason. Also me, I find it much easier now to record virtually opposed to when I used to go to people's offices and wait long hours for them to come onto the podcast, you know, with my microphone and all this. But yeah, I feel like technology and just the lockdown has made things easier for me to be able to record on Zoom. Also, the logistics are much easier. I just have to have my internet stable and my computer ready. Are there times you burn out, even though you have a number of stories in line waiting for you to sort of do your due diligence? For me, podcasting is not something I put pressure on myself about. I give myself bi-weekly, but sometimes I post weekly, sometimes I take three weeks on post. Because podcasting is not something that I do full-time. Yeah, same. 
but also mm. I respect the people that listen to my podcast because podcasts are not like social media where you just scroll. Mm. So by the time someone goes and goes to their podcast app and listens to an episode fully, there's an intentionality behind that. So I try to produce quality content on there so yeah. that I do not waste my listeners' time. Exactly. So for me, yes, I face burnout. I don't think the burnout comes from podcasting because I don't do it a lot. It's just from other work and stuff like that. Mm. But when I know I'm in that space, I give myself grace because of how important it is for me to protect that space, the podcasting space for it to remain with quality. The thing I hate though is for now I produce, record, edit everything. Yeah. <laughs> Upload, write the captions, manage the social media. It's me that does all of that. The conversations themselves I never find draining. Like I love to have conversations and connect with people, but it's the post production where I'm just like, "Oh my god, can someone take this away from me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus take the will that is the one where I will find myself procrastinating because I just I don't know <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. So that's my challenge. And you've done this for a while. You're in episode 42 now, right? What are those things you keep learning and learning again and again and you feel like, "Well, okay, yeah." That's interesting. That's a good question. For me, it's learning our cultures, Ugandans. It's so funny. I've been disappointed <laughs> a lot of times because of like the listeners. You see, I don't know why like people listen to something if there's like maybe scandal, <laughs> controversy. Like that episode will have like a thousand downloads and things like that, right? There's an influencer who actually said when she posts controversies and stuff that's very, you know, hot hot cake when she wakes up she's going to get a lot of followers and she'll be like oh what did i say now you know what did i do so it's crazy the social media algorithm does pull some type of vibe and yeah controversy pulls in them all i also feel like maybe it has less to do with the algorithm i just feel like human beings enjoy drama so for me it's like when um speaking about things like good habits how to cultivate great habits yeah hmm, i have like 160 downloads So for like the sustainable everyday life things people are not that interested in becoming better personal development and stuff but like if i say someone called up the engagement or how i got off an abusive relationship and you know things that have a bit of controversy if i knew that in the beginning i wouldn't have been that disappointed because i feel like up to today somehow it breaks my heart in a way because like there's no way that can be sustainable you can't be speaking about controversy all the time and even though the stories are great like they're great and especially how they're told on my podcast they're great intentionally there's mm. intentionality behind them it's not just like gossipy or whatever they're great but i'm waiting for the time where many of us will be interested in just normal everyday conversations daily life things on how to be better so that's the thing that for me I found a bit challenging 
I appreciate your honesty because part of my work, I do some consultancy in the com space, but then we run some social media accounts for some individuals and then brands as well. But you find the topics that trend have nothing to do with, like you said, all those get shunned upon and they'll get very few retweets, likes and all these things. But then the ones that are not substantive in a way get so popular. So I agree, it's something we should work on. And you speaking about intentionality, right? What would you like the Connectivity Podcast to impact on your listeners? What would you want for them to take out in terms of developing themselves? My intention behind Connectivity for every listener is that they will see themselves in everybody's story. They'll see a version of themselves because human experiences are very similar. No one has an isolated case. I want everyone listening to see themselves and leave feeling seen, understood. But after that, I want that next time they're in a place, they're not judging the person next to them. I want that spirit, connectivity to be a safe space. But I want that because I'm cultivating a safe space there consistently that this extends outside and so before i say you know what Aggie, why did you say that you know i find out like what circumstances was Aggie under and have i also ever been hungry tired heartbroken at the same time and how did i react just to empathize and know that as a human being you're not an isolated case and we have like evil within us the same way we have good in us so it's just that empathy for us to look at ourselves as human beings first before placing the labels of maybe our religion, tribe, social class and stuff. I just want us to go back to basics of being a human being and connecting as a human to another human being first. That's awesome. And I love it how you put it, guys. If you're liking this conversation, please go ahead, check out your hosting platforms. Wherever you get your podcast, check out the Connectivity Podcast, and then let's follow this conversation. Go listen to all her episodes. They're very bingeable, so you can plan your time and listen to all of them. I know you mentioned about being your own manager, being your own marketer, being your own sound engineer. What challenges do you encounter or call them opportunities that you'd like to sort of inform a new podcaster that's coming into the space to be aware of hmm. the first thing i'll tell the podcaster is podcasting especially in this country is a passion project you have to love it because it's probably going to take you a lot of time before anything breaks you have to invest and invest and invest before returns come so if you're the type of person that wants returns quickly, I would say, you know what? <laughs> maybe not podcasting yet, you know, maybe not. But if you're a type of person who it's a passion and you know that it's something you can commit to, then definitely start, 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 start. We need more people here. We need everybody to know what a podcast is. So the yeah. more we are, the better. I like what you said about aligning. So you remember the stats, you mentioned the fact that you like fashion, you like tea. So you got all your interests and then 
try and use them to the benefit of your podcast. I like that. I like people aligning their passions with their other sort of hustles so that it, it's not like a burden. It's not like a chore. It's actually something you love. And I like how you put it. For now, it's not bankable, but I do think it's a means to an end. If you're doing this, so many opportunities can come up and I hope that so many people can get other opportunities from their passions, right? So I agree with you. Don't get into it thinking you want to get money. Even just the poet said he does this, but then he also does other things that come from it. And imagine he's in the UK, a very strong economy. Now think about our economy. People haven't even understood podcasts yet, but I guess it's our role to make podcasts known and podcasts popular. Then we can achieve our goals that we envision, yeah? Rebecca, do you have any suggestions on the best times to listen to the Connectivity Podcast? Hmm. <laughs> First of all, just subscribe and you'll be notified when an episode comes. Yeah. But I usually upload midweek or Fridays. So by the weekend, you should see a new episode. Yeah. I've been one on uh, chronic illnesses, so I'm excited to listen to that because I have one myself. I just didn't want disruption. When oh. I, <laughs> especially when I listen to podcasts, I like to take notes and learn. So I'm definitely sure I'm going to learn from this chronic illnesses one. It's the latest right now. I'm not sure what which yeah. one will be when this episode comes out. But yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm afraid that's all we had time for. Guys, go ahead. You had Rebecca. Go subscribe to the Connectivity Podcast. We're only left with either or questions. Are you ready, Rebecca? Ready, ready. <laughs> you were born ready. <laughs> okay. Treatment <laughs> or software? Software. Recordings or live? Recordings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the live misnomer. I clearly haven't even gotten it yet because you have the biggest conferences in Kampala having like five people watching. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so I don't know what's with the lives yet, but we need to understand it more. Night or day? It's night. It's quieter. Right? <laughs> Video or audio? Audio all the way. Less pressure. Yeah. So this very final one is such a silly question. Since her podcast is called The Connectivity Podcast, we know what the answer will be. But liquor or soft drink? The tea will fall into a soft drink. We'll just need that. <laughs> soft drink, but it depends on the mood, y'all. It depends on the mood. I love my whiskey. <laughs> the Saturday night? Uh-huh. Saturday night, it's whiskey. Okay. <laughs> the tea in your connectivity must be thinking, oh, she's not loyal. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm just authentic. I'm keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, true. And I love it. I love it so much. I have really enjoyed your podcast. I hope the listeners have enjoyed it as well. Guys, go subscribe to the Connectivity Podcast. I'm going to share her credentials in the show notes. Rebecca, is there anything else you want to tell our audience or listeners take out from this episode? The only thing I want to say is if you listen to anything, not even listen. If yeah. you listen, read, see a post, anything, and it moves you in a mm -hmm. certain way, please, first of all, always encourage the person that's creating. For us that create the content, it's almost lonely. And most people, especially here, are not monetizing yet. 
Mm. So you do not know how that's going to encourage somebody that has just given you so much value that feels like giving up. And on top of that, if you also encounter content that moves you in a certain way, please share it with someone. Let Ugandans know about Ugandans doing awesome things. Yeah. yeah, we can't just say, okay, Kenyans all the time or like people in the States, you know, people in the UK. We are doing amazing in this country, in the creative space. Young people are just like all the time coming yeah. out and doing amazing. So let's speak about each other in these rooms. Honestly, if you have a podcast yourself or if you're doing some creative work that you think is amazing or if there's someone you want me to host on my podcast and highlight their work, do reach out. I'm all about that. I couldn't agree more with you. Thank you so much for sharing the contents of your podcast, The Connectivity Podcast. It was lovely having you, Rebecca. Have a good night. Lovely having you too, Aggie. Have a great night. So, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and follow our guest podcast on all hosting platforms and engage with their content. Also, feel free to let us know whose story you'd like to listen to next. Just let us know on Instagram, on Uganda Podcast and Facebook. Also, send me a direct message on Twitter at Aggie Patricia.